Welcome, everybody, to the first ever edition of Book It here on Fightful Overbooked. I'm your host, Caden Lee. And for my first guest, I decided to bring in somebody who I did a test episode of this with, and it went really well. So I decided let's do a real episode. Kylie. Kylie, how are you? I'm doing really great. I'm really excited about this. We were talking a little bit before we started recording about what we booked, and I'm so excited. Yes. So today we're going to be booking Kenny Omega's IWGP United States heavyweight title reign. He just won the title at Wrestle Kingdom 17 on January 4th, 2023, uh, beating Will Ospreay, my favorite wrestler. Kylie hates Will Ospreay. So we're, we're not going to get into that today. <laughs> we're not going to get into that right now that we've yeah, already yelled, we've yelled each other a lot about this topic. But we're going to be booking this reign. And then as of recording, uh, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks, the Elite, won the AEW Trios titles last night, mm-hmm. January 12, 2023, on AEW Dynamite in a Escalera de la Morte. Wait, no, that was two nights ago. Oh, yeah, it's Friday. Yeah, it's Friday. I thought it was Thursday. I thought that happened last night. No, January 11th. <laughs> this was two days ago. Started <laughs> over, started over. I thought over. this was yesterday. I thought this was yesterday. No, January 11th, so two days ago. So we're fresh off the title win. Kenny's the belt collector again. He's got both belts. So, Kylie, I'm going to have you start us out. Why don't you bring us until Revolution? Okay, so I should probably preface my entire booking by saying that I think Kenny Omega being Trio's champion and IWGP US champion at the same time, I think that basing the entire story around Kota Ibushi is probably a good way to go just because Abushi's future is uncertain and Kenny being with the young bucks, given like the 2018 story with the young bucks and uh, the golden lovers and Kenny being us champion, sort of reliving his new Japan past and also looking maybe ahead. I don't know at new year's dash, the way he looked at Okada and Okada's belt. I think maybe we're going to go there, but I don't think Okada this year that I'm going to say that Okada is not on my list. But I think Kenny's first offense, and maybe this is me being uh, biased and just pushing forward my own agenda. I'm not sure when it would happen because it won't happen. Um, Probably, probably won't happen at Revolution because this person is probably not wrestling Kenny Omega at Revolution. But sometime in between now and probably like mid-February, Omega Danielson too. I think that would be a good match for Danielson. And I think because the MJF feud with Danielson is based entirely around MJF looking for a reason not to give Danielson his match. I think if Danielson takes this L or takes a tie or something, um, I think it furthers his feud with MJF. And also I think selfishly, I want Omega Danielson too for my own enjoyment. And I think Danielson is Kenny's, I guess, underrated rival. I think when people think Kenny Omega's rivals, they think Okada, they think Ibushi, they think Tanahashi, um, they think Moxley, but they never think Danielson. So I think AW revisiting that would be good for ratings. I think it's good going into Revolution, and it'd be a great TV match. Okay. And then what's your – do you have a match for Revolution for Kenny Omega? So, like, I was thinking about it, and I'm – I'm not sure. I guess it depends on what AEW does with trios because it that could be the House of Black match, which I don't think it is. I think they pushed that to double or nothing. Um, 
But if they don't do trios at Revolution, because I think AW is going to prioritize trios over this U.S. title, um, then I think going into Revolution, I think it would be fun to introduce someone like Naito. I mean, it would probably be Lance Archer if we're being realistic. But I think Naito uh, is a big Abushi rival. I think he's a big Omega rival. And I think AEW fans really like him. And I think a lot of AEW fans watch Wrestle Kingdom this year. So I that's that's where, where I'm headed. Uh, just running through a list of long-term Kenny Omega and Ibushi rivals. Okay. So before I get into mine, I feel like I didn't do a great job at the beginning of making it clear what the show is. I just want to show people, like I know me and you understand what the yeah. show is, but people at home, I didn't do a great job of under like explaining that. So this is Book It. Uh, what the, the concept of the show is we're going to take one topic and we're going to do a long-term booking on that specific topic. So we're going to be very detailed with what we have. Like for me, I have dates. I have paragraphs written out of my stories, extremely detailed on one specific thing. So every episode, we're go- like I'll be with a different guest and what me and the guests will do is we'll just take something like today we're doing, like I said, Kenny Omega's IWGP United States heavyweight title reign and book it through a certain amount of time. So I think we're going to do through all out 2023. Some of them could be a year. Some of them could be five years if it's more singular and it's more of a broader topic like booking, mm-hmm. like booking somebody's like, like you could do somebody's next five years or booking the company's next five years, whatever. There's a lot of, uh, it just depends on the specific topic. So this is, uh, the p- current plan is for this to be a monthly show. So one show every month and I'll have rotating guests coming in and out. And I've got some really cool guests lined up. So I hope that you guys like this episode and I hope that you, uh, yeah, I hope you guys stick around. So that being said, let's get into mine. So I went a very different route. Mm. So... We have a few shows coming up. First, on February 11th, in Osaka is the new beginning. And I only bring this up because Shingo Takagi is going to face Okada for the IWGP uh, World Heavyweight Championship. Mm-hmm. I don't think Kenny will be on that show because they've announced pretty much the whole card. Yeah. But I do think the week after, on February 18th, there's a show in San Jose, Battle in the Valley. I think we're going to see Shingo Takagi facing Kenny Omega for the IWGP US Heavyweight title there. Kenny said that the main person he brought up in his press conference at Wrestle Kingdom after winning the belt was that he wanted to face Shingo. They haven't faced each other since their DDT days in like 2012. So it's been over, it's been 11 years, I think, since they've wrestled. And this is a different Shingo. This is a different Kenny. So I think that's where they do that match. And I think that's just a one-off. I don't think there's going to be a big story going in. Just two guys having a great match. Now, the story I have going into Revolution is that there will be a trios title match between House of Black and the Elite, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. I should also specify that this is more uh, like I know oh, who is it? It's Cultaholic who says when they do like the pitches they do, it's what we want to, ha- not what we think will happen. It's what we want to happen. I'm going with what I want to happen, not what I think will happen. So you'll see that as I book this. So I have it. Okay. Yes. So Battle in the Valley. I have Kenny Omega defending against Shingo. Afterwards, we hear the music of one Kota Ibushi. Kota returns and embraces Kenny Omega. Abushi today, a report came out where he said that he is 90% comeback with his shoulder injury. So I think Kota's almost back. 
I think that he returns at Battle in the Valley. Then what happens is they have a story between the Young Bucks and the Golden Lovers where Kenny can't decide if he wants to reunite the Golden Lovers or stick with the Elite and the Young Bucks in the trios. And that then goes, co- it goes hand in hand with a House of Black feud. We have the House of Black. I think we're already, fe- in, uh, so if I'm booking, I have them already feuding. I start the feud in two or three weeks or a week, uh, say a week or two. You start the feud. I think you got to let it, mm-hmm. it needs to play out for a bit because I want some singles matches in there. And the uh, you do two weeks of Kenny not being, or you do a week or so of Kenny not deciding if he should stick with the Golden Lovers. I wouldn't, we don't have a lot of time between Battle in the Valley and Revolution and mm-hmm. I got to get to this match at Revolution. Mm-hmm. So I'm rushing things a little bit, unfortunately. I don't want to, but I'm going to rush it. Then on the February 22nd episode of Dynamite in Phoenix, Arizona, it's a big arena they're running. They put tickets in sale about three months early, so they're going to run a big show. I'm going to do Kenny Omega versus Buddy Matthews for the IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship. At ringside in that match will be the Bucks and Abushi, and then the House of Black, which is going to be Brody King, Malachi Black, mm-hmm. and Julia Hart. Julia Hart will miss Kota Abushi in that match. Okay. Then, leading up to Revolution, Kota's going to be acting a little weird. But Kenny's going to be brushing it aside, saying, no, 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 no! Abushi's fine! He's my best friend! He's my lover! He's my golden lover! We're fine! We're good! But the Bucks are going to be like, hey, Kenny, you got to take this seriously, man. Something ain't right here. But he's going to be like, no, 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 we're good. Then we get to the, then we get to the match at Revolution. Mm-hmm. The Elite versus House of Black. We're having a banger match. Banger. 15 minutes in. Kenny has a shot. The ref is distracted. Ref bumps something. And then Kota hits the Kamigoye on Kenny Omega. And reveals that we have Dark Abushi. This is a lot happening. <laughs> and Kenny Omega gets pinned one, two, three by Malachi Black, who that because he, he gets the Kamagoye and then he gets the fade to black, and Malachi Black pins him, and the House of Black win the trio's title. Kota Bushi has turned on Kenny Omega. He has not joined the House of Black, but he is House of Black affiliated. And we have Dark Abushi at the end of Revolution. I like it. If I did something not House of Black related, but it's something kind of similar in my summer, like okay. talking Forbidden Door or like AW Summer Specials. So I do think I like the idea of Kota Abushi um, causing tension in the elite, especially because Hangman's still around. Yeah. So I like that. I if they put Kota Ibushi in the House of Black or House of Black adjacent, I don't break my heart. I know. Oh, that's the <laughs> point. That's the point. Is I think Revolution needs a really like AEW hasn't done heartbreaking moments like that in a really long time. Yeah. And I feel like that would just be a heartbreaking moment for the fans and would just get because uh, I think everybody expected MJF to turn and Regal to turn. I think that was expected at full gear, at least to an extent. I like I said on record that that was my that's my least favorite match of 2022. I hated it. I, just, I thought it was predictable and all that. I think that this would be an unpredictable move. I don't think people would expect it coming. Maybe with the mist, it would be a little like you would give some teases, but I think fans would just be like, no, 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 no. 
They can't do that. They just reunited. They, they just reunited three weeks ago. You can't do this already. So I think it would just be an out of nowhere turn that could give some really good storytelling. And I have more leading into Double or Nothing that's going to continue with this because this is a story that I have going up until Double or Nothing. But I mean, I, 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 uh, it would just, I think it would make a lot of people cry. And that's what I want. I want people crying. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I guess like my big thing is that. Well, I guess if it's House of Black, you'd want them to come over that strong that soon. Okay, I'm into it. I'm into yeah. it. Yeah, and I knew, like, I told you before, and I was like, I don't think you're going to like this. Because I saw your, like, because I know you tweeted about people already having the Elite losing the titles. I think there's more in having the Elite without the titles right now. Okay. <laughs> I'm not sure yeah. You'll see, you'll see where I'm getting to though, because like there's, I got, I got come up and it's coming. I've got, I've got the baby faces getting it in the end. Uh, and then regarding yours, I liked what you booked. Only thing I have an issue with in re like, and I know it's booking what we want versus uh, what might actually happen. The only thing is that we already in, in this reality, we do have the Danielson losing stipulation. Mm -hmm. So Danielson would have to beat Kenny. I wouldn't mm -hmm. want Kenny getting beaten singles right now i know but maybe i didn't articulate it right maybe i didn't say it right but mjf going and working so diligently to like postpone or cancel this danielson match i think it would be interesting after the um i don't even remember what dynamite it was after last year his fire me tony khan promo yeah and it was the interesting. June first episode i think yeah i think it would be interesting um to see mjf not give danielson this match i think it's going to happen at revolution i should probably say that yeah. but i think it would be um interesting to see mjf kind of cornered by not by danielson by tony khan into having this match i think mjf wins i don't think danielson yeah. is beating mjf i think mjf champion for the whole year Mm -hmm. Which is not the booking of this show, but I think yeah, yeah. I, I think MJF. Oh, maybe that's it. That's for another time. I'm not going to finish with MJF right that's, now. That's that's coming. That's definitely coming down the pipeline. Um, but I had to put it there also because I maybe like this is spoiling my fantasy booking. I have Abushi coming in at Double or Nothing. Okay. And then I have kind of a similar story to yours, but no House of Black through the summer. Okay. Uh, including Forbidden Door. So I had to put the Danielson match there or there's nowhere else. I mean, I guess you could do it after Revolution. Yeah. I have, I do have the Danielson match coming, but I have it way later. Okay. So I'm going to go next. I'm going to bring us through Double or Nothing. Mm -hmm. And then I'll have you go. So let's start. Revolution. I don't think that's not the main event. I think actually I would open the show with that, to be perfectly honest. I'd open with the heartbreak. <laughs> I think it sets the tone of what the show is going to be. I really like that idea. So I open with the show. I open Revolution with that. So afterwards, we have Kenny Omega all depressed because Abushi left him. But then this leads to a rift between the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. They lost the titles because they tried warning Kenny about Abushi. And he did not want to listen. He was uh, he was uh, blinded by the love for Coda. 
which understandable. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Guys, like we've been over this, this, this makes sense. The Golden Lovers, but this leads to an issue between them, and we have about a month or so. I, I give us a, a month and a half of the Young Bucks and Kenny just being really depressed. Kenny is still, uh, I still have Kenny winning at, so I have April 15th, Capital Collision. I have him facing El Desperado for the U.S. title. I have him beating Despy. There's some other people. I think we have the Takeshita match in there because they've been kind of building up something with Takeshita and Callis. I think we do Kenny Omega and Takeshita. At some point uh, in between March and uh, mid-April, I'm going to do, let's see, what's a good April show to end at? You know what? We don't have shows booked that far. AEW, I go to AEWTIX to find the shows where I like to do big angles, but they don't have anything until April, like the furthest they go is April 7th. So I'm just going to say like mid-April. We finally have some sort of uh, reconciliation. Because of a certain millennial cowboy who comes into the mix. And Hangman Page comes and brings everybody together. He goes to the box and goes, hey, I know Kenny was blinded, but don't forget that you guys did this to me. You guys kicked me out because I made a bad decision. But then you guys accepted me back. People make bad decisions. This is what happens. We're blinded by our friendships or manipulated by people that we love who end up wanting their own goals. And he te- he reminds them of what happened in 2020 and 2021 between them. And then 2022, when they wanted him to be their tag partner and reunite the Hung Bucks going into All Out, going into that trios tournament. Mm-hmm. He reminds them of this and reminds them of their fen- their friendship with Kenny, everything they've been through. But we don't see a reuniting of the elite. Kenny and the Bucks. Instead, we see a reuniting of the Hung Bucks going into Double or Nothing. And we have the Hung Bucks facing House of Black for the trios titles. And then, but they they do come back together and we get a strong elite, Kenny, Hangman, and the Bucks. All four of them are back together as a unit. But Kenny has his own things he has to worry about. He He says, guys, I know that we're good again, 
but I have my own things I need to worry about. I need to exercise my demons. I need to beat the demon. I need to go beat Kota Ibushi. And we have Kota Ibushi versus Kenny Omega for the IWGP US title at Revolution. Uh, sorry, a double or nothing. And we also have the Young Bucks versus House of Black. So everybody's having to exercise their demons, be able to get their comeuppance from Revolution, come together as a strong elite. And we have the I have the Hung Bucks beating House of Black. I have Kenny putting away Abushi. He hits the Kamagoye into the One Million Angel the same way he beat Will Ospreay at Wrestle Kingdom. I have that exact same finishing sequence, and he pins him. And they end the night with. The, and then once Kenny holds up his title, the Hung Bucks held up their titles. They all come out, and we have a, a full. This is the first time we're going to see all four of them together in the ring because leading up we're going to have the four of them backstage we're going to have pairs of them in the ring on dynamite but we're not going to have all four of them i'm going to wait until they've all won their titles after kenny has exercised his demon he's beaten abushi and then all four of them reunite and we have a full strong elite going into the summer they're reunited for the first time in three years yeah, about three years because the breakup happened in uh, summer of 2020. So yeah, three. It's been about three years since they broke up, and that's when they reunite. Okay, I like it. I also have Hangman coming in, but like in a different way. Uh, I really like the Takeshita thing because I didn't even consider Takeshita. I didn't, and then I remember that they're doing the Don Callis stuff, and I was like, I gotta I throw this in somewhere. Yeah, I totally forgot about Don Callis. And, like, thinking back to Dynamite. Um, yeah, okay. Because Don Callis is doing all that stuff with Takeshita on the indies. Yeah, the they did videos. it. He's not yeah. really visibly with the Elite on AEW TV now. Yeah, and then there's about three full months between Revolution and Double or Nothing, which is, I think, one of the longest periods they have in between... Yeah, it's the second longest. I think it's the second longest besides um, the break between Revolution and Full Gear. But like, there's a pretty big gap between Revolution and Double or Nothing. Mm -hmm. So I was like, all right, I can't do that for three months. I think it's more, uh, it's better to spread it. Like you can spread it out along three months, but there's there's not a lot you can do in that story that can like can hold three weeks or three months of television. So I said, okay, let's throw in Takesha. I can have that take up March into early April, whatever they want to do with that. I don't, I'm going to be honest, I'm not even going to try to book that because I have no ideas. I yeah. have no clue. That's not even where I go with Takesha. So, uh, but I have to, I'm basing this, like, I, whenever I book, I like to base at least in reality of what's actually in canon and what's in canon at the point of recording. And so in canon, they're doing something with Takesha. So I was like, all right, let me just throw that in there. That takes up a month of my television. And then I can go into what I really want to do. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, I get it. And all this entire time, while this Takeshita thing is happening, Abushi's just like lurking around the House of Black? Yes. But I, oh, that's the thing I wanted to, I don't want Abushi in the House of Black. I want him House of Black affiliated. I want him tormenting Kenny. Like, you remember remember when Samoa Joe was feuding with AJ Styles? 
and he kept yeah. going, Wendy, Wendy, Wendy. Mm -hmm. I want that type of thing. But instead of like him like going like Wendy, Wendy, I want him being like Kenny, 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 and just like tormenting him. I want like I have Kenny having a singles match every single week, and just Abushi like peeking out from the curtain, like peeking out from the top of the stage, and he's just like Kenny. Kenny, Kenny, look at me. I messed with you. I caused you and your friends to break up. I wonder if being like a little prick. Okay, I'd be into it. I think <laughs> I, I think it would take a lot to get AEW fans to turn on Ibushi. And I think him being like, that this annoying. Would do it. This yeah. would do it. Like him turning on Kenny, I think that would get fans to turn yeah. on Ibushi. Also, wait, wait, hey, I want to make sure Coda, does Coda still have that, like, golden hair? He does, I yeah. Go, I want him to go to a full black emo hair. I want him to go full black, and, like, the way okay. his hair is, too, he has hair where if he went full black, he would look extremely emo. Right? Yeah. Like, tell me I'm wrong. I ain't okay, wrong. It's his haircut, but, yeah. Yeah, so I want him to go full on into that, and I want him to wear like dark clothes, like full black clothing. Um, think of it like I want him to wear a suit. I want him to a wear a suit. nice suit, but full black. I'm trying to picture. Okay, I see it. It's a look. Like a full black suit, like I don't know. I want like a full change in Abushi's. I want something that he's never done. Because he's never done this. I want something yeah. that's never been done with Abushi. I want a full, because I think part of this too is he was he was uh, misted by Julia. So he is at least some point taken over by the house. But I don't want him in the house. I want him like, a, the best word is affiliated. So he's not a member of the House of Black, but he is adjacent mm -hmm. to the house where he is under their mist, but he's not a member Okay. Sort of like the House of Torture's relationship with Bullet Club. Okay, I can see it. I see I see the vision. I see yeah. it. Like, I can just picture this in my head. And I really want to go make this in WWE 2K. <laughs> I I'll like do it and post it on Twitter. Oh, I started, like, just <laughs> behind the scenes of how I do this. I was just sitting down writing out dates. And then I was like wait, wait, I have a story idea. And so I just wrote and wrote and wrote and wrote and wrote. And I have like, I have at least two paragraphs written of story. That's crazy. But also I admire the energy. <laughs> okay, Kylie, why don't you bring us a note or nothing in your vision? So I should probably preface this by saying my entire build to double or nothing is also build to Forbidden Door 2. But we'll save that for a bit. But... I have, because my in my booking, uh, the elite are still trios after Revolution. Because in my booking, the House of Black match happens at Double or Nothing. Because um, I like the idea of the House of Black beating everyone else in the trios division. And I like the idea of the elite slowly falling apart and being genuinely afraid of the House of Black. And this like lurking threat. Um I don't think they'd be annoying like your Kota Ibushi, but I think the House of Black, <clears throat> like particularly Malachi being on the mic saying like, we're coming for you. It's only a matter of time. Like Michael and I are stalking you type okay. of stuff. Um, 
I also wanted to kind of tie this with uh, Moxley because I think after Hangman Moxley this week, I think heel Moxley after his vacation, of course, which I'm presuming he's taking now. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, considering the concussion angle, I think it's coming. Yeah. And so I would like him to come back as a heel. And I'm not sure what his status is with New Japan, but I think Mox versus Kenny um, in the three months between Revolution and Devil or Nothing would give them a big match for a big TV special. I'm also not sure if they're doing a St. Patrick's Day special. Uh, AW, I, I'm not sure. I can double check. I think they already announced that. Uh, give me one second. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. So, yeah, they're calling it Rampage St. Patrick's Day Slam from Winnipeg. Oh, so, okay. That that falls into my booking perfectly. Oh, in Winnipeg. In Winnipeg. In Winnipeg. I forgot about Winnipeg. You see it. Okay, so now, because I have Moxley coming back and immediately targeting Kenny Omega while Kenny's still trio's champ. And so Kenny has to grapple with House of Black and Moxley in this time period. And how that, like, leads to the dissolution of the elite and the weakening of the elite heading into Double or Nothing. And I think the House of Black get their comeuppance then. Um, but Mox coming back in Winnipeg and targeting Kenny Omega, that would get him over as a heel, I think. Because I think if he attacks Kenny Omega in Winnipeg, AW's first show in Winnipeg, Kenny Omega's like glorious homecoming after the years and years he spent in Japan, I think it would be good. So that it's, just worked out in my favor. It's also about eight days after Revolution that they're going to tape it. I think it'll be yeah. a taped rampage. It's about eight days after Revolution. Okay. Um, Because I don't know who the Elite as trios face at Revolution in my fantasy booking. Um, Probably someone easily beat. Just, I, I, that's not my concern. My concern is John Moxley. (laughs) So I think Moxley would be really, really interesting for AW because he hasn't really been that, but he has been that sort of that heelish energy in New Japan. So I think that'd be really interesting. Um, and I have basically that entire time period. I have him wrestling Mox in mid-April or late April, okay. somewhere around there. I'm not sure if it happens on a dynamite, if it happens um, in, in New Japan. Probably a dynamite, though. Um, and so I have the Moxley and Hangman feud still going on through Double or Nothing. I think this Moxley and Kenny Omega would be a good way to introduce Hangman back into the Elite. So basically, in my head, because in my story, Bushi's not here yet. He's not coming in, so up or nothing. Basically, in my head, I have Moxley absolutely destroying Kenny, and the Young Bucks are not able to do anything to help him. Whether that's they get removed from ringside, whether this is, you know, a no disqualification match, whatever the stipulation might be, I have the Young Bucks being MIA. Maybe they're on vacation. They just took a vacation while Kenny was at Wrestle Kingdom and they weren't there. So maybe they're on vacation in Hawaii for the 50th time in a year. Um, (laughs) They really do. Okay. Anyway. They're in Hawaii every other week. Let's be real here. They really are. And they're in California. They're close. So I get it. But still. Uh, I have Hangman rescuing Kenny from Moxley, sort of saving saving Kenny's career because... Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. 
Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Kenny, as we all know, is not as broken and battered, but he's getting old. Um, And so I have Hangman sort of starting to lurk around the elite uh, through April. He's not ready to commit. He's coming off of like this great run recovery from his depression after losing the title. He's establishing himself. He's basically established as hangman and not hangman of the elite. So I think he's afraid and hesitant of like going up to the elite, being friends again, all that sort of stuff. I'm also not, I don't think dark order is in part of the story because dark order is doing that recruiting thing on BTE. Um, but then again, you could throw Dark Order in there with Hangman and have them be like, what the heck, Hangman? But regardless, <clears throat> going into Double or Nothing, I have the Elite as trios being absolutely traumatized by the House of Black, the Michael Myers in the mirror. And I also have Kenny trying to grapple with this Hangman situation, with this Moxley situation, and also still thinking about Kota Ibushi and sort of that unfinished business that got brought up at Wrestle Kingdom by Will Ospreay. And Will Ospreay is important because he comes back into my story. Um, So then at Double or Nothing, I think we get the Elite versus the House of Black, which my entire booking goes out the window if we get that at Revolution, but that's fine. Uh, And I have the House of Black winning at Double or Nothing. Um, And I have them winning pretty decisively. Clean, no shenanigans. It's a good match because look at the people involved, but I think it's clean. And I have the elite sort of being disillusioned with themselves. I want them to feel like how Hangman felt when he said, I'm the least successful member of the elite. I want that role shift. I want Hangman to be like the star of the elite and everyone else is just kind of there. And then I think then we get the introduction of Kota Ibushi. I think Kota Ibushi comes in. He's kind of annoyed that Kenny and Hangman are close and reunited that Kenny and the elite are going strong, even though they're all depressed that they're going through this together. Because I think in Canon and like kayfabe, I think Kota Bushi has always assumed since the golden lovers reunion um, in new Japan, I think he's always assumed that the golden elite would be forever in the way that the elite are forever. And I want that. I want him to have to confront the idea that the golden elite are not forever, that Kenny Omega has moved on in the four years that he's been in AW and that the elite is basically a unified force and Kota Bushi wasn't there. He had the opportunity to be there and he wasn't there. And so I want that tension to be there between Kenny and Kota Bushi after Double or Nothing. And that is like an important part of my summer story. So that's my booking. Okay. Interesting. And then what did you, and then you have House of Black and the elite <laughs> at Double or Nothing, correct? Yeah. I'm not sure what Hangman does at um, Double or Nothing. Maybe he does nothing. I don't know. But as far as Kenny Omega goes, I have him still in trios and still trios champions at Double or Nothing. Okay. Do you have them win at Double or Nothing? No, I have the House of Black win. I have the House of Black win clean. I have them. uh, Kenny Omega gets pinned in my booking. I don't know who by probably Malachi as like the star, the, you know, head of the House of Black. Um, but I wouldn't mind him getting pinned by uh, Buddy Matthews either. Um, okay. So. Yeah. So basically, yeah, that's why, because when I have them lose at Revolution, I also have Kenny getting pinned. I think he has to. I think I Kenny think has to get pinned when they yeah. lose. 
Yeah, I think it's the best story. Okay, I can see all that. So, I know you have your story goes with Forbidden Door. So why don't you continue that? Okay, so basically, after Double or Nothing, the Elite, they're still together. But you have the Young Bucks really trying hard to convince Kenny Omega to go back after the House of Black to get revenge and to get their titles back. And then you also have Kota Ibushi, who doesn't want that. He just wants to be part of the Elite. He's very confused about why the Golden Elite didn't immediately reunite. He's confused about why Hangman's here and why Hangman is this trusted person after everything he put the Elite through. So he's kind of lost and he's confused. <clears throat> At Forbidden Door, I have Kenny Omega wrestling Kenta. Um, okay. One, because I, th and I think CM Punk is coming back to AW. I, uh, I think CM Punk is coming back to AW at All Out. And I think CM Punk is coming back to AW for Kenny Omega. But I'm getting ahead of myself. I should go back. Um, so that's the match I have at Forbidden Door. I have Kenny Omega winning. I think Kenny Omega holds the title for in New Japan for a long time because there's a lot of interesting things to do. But also at Forbidden Door, I have Hangman versus Abushi. I think um, they're both sort of in this role where they're like Kenny Omega's trusted partner, albeit different stories but i think they're both feel like they are in that role as kenny's tag partner and you also have the young bucks who are like well we proved that we're strong trio champions we're the ones who have always been there for kenny and both of you have decided that you don't want to be there for kenny anymore abushi didn't go to aew hangman left the elite so i think we have kenny omega being pulled in like all these directions while also trying his hardest to, you know, bring honor to New Japan, to be New Japan Kenny, because the fans want it, New Japan wants it. And I think he's really trying hard to be, you know, the quote-unquote best bout machine with all these, like, personal troubles looming in his life. Um, so it's, like, deeply psychological for him. But I have that Kenta match at Forbidden Door, um, also because it's Bullet Club, and it's, it's Kenny Omega returning to his roots, going through his story, going through his life. Um, and also, around the same time, I'm not sure. I don't think New Japan has announced a date for Dominion yet. No. Uh, but Dominion's in the summer. Usually, so, it's, usually it's June 11th. Yeah, it's, but I, it has been in July in the past. So I'm not sure, like, when they would have it. Yeah, I can, yeah I can look up and get an idea of the Dominion date. But yeah, it doesn't matter. So, so somewhere around there, um, I have Osprey too. I haven't beating Osprey again because I think the idea of Omega Okada being replicated in Omega Osprey is really interesting. So have him beating Osprey again um, at Dominion, the same way Omega Okada went. Yeah. Um, I th think probably Forbidden Door would come before Dominion. Not entirely sure. It, I think it would come out. I think Forbidden Door would come after. When was Forbidden Door last or the first one? Forbidden Door was exactly 14 days after Dominion. Okay, so maybe we do that again. But it doesn't matter that much with my story, regardless. Okay. I also think the Kota Abushi tension and Kenny trying to get Kota to recognize that, like, things have changed. It's been years. His life is different. I think Osprey being a little prick, a little twat, and keeping throwing it in his face to Kota Abushi. Remember that concussion I gave you? 
Remember how like horrifically injured you were? Remember how I rose to stardom in New Japan while you had all these struggles and all these issues going on? Um, I think that really gets to Ibushi through the summer. I think it also gets to Kenny Omega. So like there's a lot of players in my story. Um, and I think I think going into like July, August and the build for All Out, I think Ibushi... Uh, because a lot of the Golden Lover story has been Kenny trying to prove that he's as good as Abushi, if not better than Abushi, but constantly failing. And I think Abushi, in my booking, it's now the opposite. Abushi wants to prove that he's Kenny's partner, that he's better than everyone, but also that he's better than Kenny. I think Abushi's sort of upset that Kenny has had all this success without him. And so that's my story going into. Um, going into August, going into All Out. And I'll stop there. Oh, I also have at some point in July, probably on like a New Japan special, New Japan Strong is done. Uh, and I'm not sure where New Japan and Ring of Honor lie, but I have uh, Omega Tanahashi again. Okay. So I don't have as like my best story I went through because now we have the Kota story finished, but I do have a little, I have a mini story that I can do. So, Forbidden Door 2, I think they do a champ-champ match. Kenny Omega versus Kazushika Okada. Titles yeah. are not on... I don't think titles are on the line. I think it's an exhibition. But I think... I don't think that's your main... I, I think you made an event with an exhibition. Kazushika Okada versus Kenny Omega. So this is five? Yeah. I, I think that's your main event of Forbidden Door 2. Leading up, I think we do Okada and Kenny teaming up to take on the Young Bucks because the Bucks kind of teased that yeah. a few days ago since they want the match. I think you do it just again. Like, I don't think there's a feud going on between the Bucks, Okada, and Kenny at all. I don't think there's any feud yeah. going on here. I think it's just exhibition. We're just there to have matches. We're all good ass wrestlers. Let's just have matches with each other. They're all, like, I don't know how Okada, I don't know if Okada and Kenny are friends, but I, mm -hmm. I think you built that up as, like, they're friends, like, they're mutual, like, they're acquaintances. They don't have any issues with each other, and they're not going to have issues with each other going in. Uh, in the match, it can get a little dirty, because you know how Kenny is. He can get a little mm -hmm. dirty, but I, I don't think building up, you do any sort of feud. I think you save some other feuds for Forbidden Door, and then, yeah, I think you do other stuff with the Bucks. I think you do a feud with the Bucks at Forbidden Door. I don't know who you could do a feud. That's really like leading up to Forbidden Door. That's all I have. I don't have anything super mm -hmm. good. What, what happens after Forbidden Door or the interesting things I have? The big thing is who wins between Okada and Kenny. Ugh. I'm going to have them have a 60 minute time limit draw. At Forbidden Door. Yeah. A show that already is going to be five hours. Yeah. If you can do a 60-minute Iron Man match at Revolution, you can do a 60-minute time limit draw. Or you can do a 30-minute. I think because it's an exhibition, not for a title, you can do a 30-minute. Probably. Uh, in that case, I don't main event with it, actually. You know what? Yeah, I'm not going to main event with it. I'm going to do it towards uh, second or third uh, match to end. I do Okada and Kenny in a 30-minute match. Time That's a 30-minute time limit because no titles are on the line. 30-minute time limit draw. Because I don't think you should have either of them to win just yet. I think you do that way later down the line. But afterwards, 
elevated, elevate me to the sky. Whoa. Will Ospreay comes back. The return of the assassin comes back to AEW and he wants his title back, but he wants his title back at all out. And that's my match for all out. Uh, I'll get to, like, I'll get to when we get to all out a little later. Uh, I'll go into what I think they're going to do with all out. I have a few things booked for all out that I'm really excited about. But I mean, that's the big thing I build to. I, I think you do Okada during the summer at Forbidden Door. I'm going to be really petty with the day I'm picking Forbidden Door. I'm picking Forbidden Door to be on July 2nd. Do you know why July 2nd, Kylie? Why? Do you know what's on July 1st? No. Money in the bank. Oh, that is petty. I do it the day after because I think Tony wants his revenge for what happened last year with Clash of the Castle and All Out. That's fair. So I I do that. And you know where I do it? I do it at the cottage. I do it at Craven's Cottage. I think they're doing it. I, I, I do Forbidden Door at Craven's Cottage. It's a big fuck you to Triple H. <laughs> you do it. Are still there at this point? What if WWE sale goes through? Okay. What if Tony Khan is the one who buys WWE? Tony and his dad. You know, you know that's a, like that, that's a good thing to consider. But in my reality, it ain't happening. So I'm saying uh, I like to be. I'm petty. I like to. I like to stir drama. So I'm doing it at Craven's Cottage the day after. And I, you know what else I do? I make tickets half as much because then you get more people to go. Kaden, you're so petty. I didn't even consider it. I'm sitting here like AW's doing all these cool stories. And you're like, how is AW going to screw over WWE? I like to be petty. <laughs> That's the thing is I don't have any like... My, I did I did really good booking with my Abushi stuff, but I don't have any good stories for the summer. Like I just have Kenny just having good matches. That's what I think the summer is, is just Kenny having really good matches with people. So I think he has a match with Hiromu. Uh, to, I think he has a match with Hiromu leading up to Forbidden Door. I think he faces, I think he has the match with Moxley uh, a little later. I think he does the match with Danielson during the summer as well. And then I don't know. I don't think he wrestles really anybody else. And, and then when Osprey comes back, I think you do matches with him and Aussie Open. You do something where you, I think you do Bucks and Aussie Open for sure. Mm-hmm. You can do Hung Bucks versus United Empire. You can bring in, I think Aaron Hanare is a super underrated talent. Bring him in. Bring in Jeff Cobb. I think Jeff Cobb and Kenny Omega is a great match right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Great O'Conn and Kenny Omega will be an amazing comedy match. That'll be so fun. Like, that'll be the funnest match to be fun. It'll be amazing. And you build up to All Out. So that's, I mean, that's that's what I have. I think you build to that. And so, yeah, I know you, you have a much, you did, I, I saved my detailed story. I did my detailed story early. You did yeah. yours later. So we're flip-flopping now. <laughs> well, I also think, um, so at All Out, I have Abushi versus Omega for the title um because i okay. think all out after the events of last year i think all out should be like cursed for kenny omega i think moving forward he should yeah, just have yeah, awful yeah. all outs forever i think it'd be hilarious um and at all out i have well prior to all Out, i have abushi challenging omega 
And Omega does it to just make Abushi feel better and to put a stop to all this fighting and all this conflict okay. because he's probably so tired of it at this point. And because I think Kenny came back and he came back just wanting to have fun and like just have great matches and do all this stuff. And now he's got all this drama in his life and he doesn't want it. So he just says, you know what, Abushi, like you can have the match. It'll be fun as long as you promise at the end, like we're still going to be friends. We're still going to be, you know, the golden lovers. So Abushi says, yeah, but like deep inside, he's kind of still annoyed about it. So I have Abushi beating Kenny at All Out. Um, I'm not sure where Abushi's relationship with New Japan lies. Uh, he beats him for the title? Yeah. Okay. I, I'm not sure where Abushi's re- like relationship with New Japan lies, but I hope by then they would have something sorted out. Um, and I have Abushi basically turning heel. This is where I do the Abushi heel turn, the heartbreaking moment. Um, because I think back to when Omega joined the Bullet Club and what the infamous moment where he gets up on the apron to stop AJ Styles uh, to save Abushi, but he doesn't. So I think Ibushi in this match, all his resentment comes out and he's absolutely brutal. Like only Kota Ibushi can be. I think we see um, some really like heinous stuff, shades of their DDT match, shades of their um, new Japan match from, I think it was 2018, all that sort of stuff. I have him beating Omega and sort of celebrating, like, look at me. I'm the star. I've always been better than Kenny Omega. I've always been better than the young bucks. I'm better than hangman. Um, And that brings the elite, and Hangman closer together, of course. And I think they sort of push Ibushi out. They ostracize Ibushi. I think fans turn on Ibushi because this is not what they wanted. And that's where I end Kenny Omega's reign. I think the feud with Ibushi continues after that. But as U.S. champion, I think Kenny's done. And I think he moves into something with Okada. Okay. I like that. I like everything you said. So... I was debating pulling this. I'm going to do it because I fucking can. Last year, there was about a week or two of G1s. The G1 matches. Like, it was a little slow until All Out. And then after All Out, it kicked up. I don't know what happened there, but that's what mm-hmm. happened. Because I think some people were still, like, some people... Because I know United Empire were working some matches in the States. I think that might have been why. I do the same thing. But because Osprey will have to, because Osprey was going to be in the G, I have Osprey winning the G one. Okay. I think he's winning the G one this year. But because All Out will lie at least somewhat in the middle of the G one, Osprey is going to say, "Oi, bro, Kenny, if I'ma be in the G one, and I'ma face you at All Out, bro, you're gonna be in the G one too, so it's even playing ground, mate." And we have Kenny Omega in the G one. I'm putting Kenny in the G one. Okay, interesting. But that doesn't matter because what happens is I just want them on. I think I think I want them on an even playing ground leading into All Out, and that All Out we do Kenny versus Osprey. I have Kenny lose to Osprey, the goat. Throw it up, throw it up, Kylie. Come on, throw it up, throw up United Empire. Come on. <laughs> I know. So I have realistically though I do actually really though uh, I have Kenny lose to Osprey. Because you, like you said, I want forbidden, or I want all out to be cursed for Kenny. Yeah, I want it cursed. What do I do? What do I really do to make things cursed? What could I do to Kenny to really just get him depressed after losing to Osprey? Bam, 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 bam. 
<laughs> CM Punk returns in Chicago at All Out. And uh, he bites Kenny. I think he throws a chair at Kenny. He they reenact brawl out like live. He, so I think he I think he gets in the ring. Uh I think Punk gets in the ring and either just straight up hits a GTS or I what I would do because I like chaos. I have him hit him in the balls, bite him on the forearm, go to ringside, grab a chair, throw a chair at Kenny's face, um, and then hit the GTS. Or hit the one-winged angel. That'd be interesting. Remember, remember, Kenny hit that GTS on that second match, right? He hit the GTS on Pac. Uh, if you want to play it up, you have you have Punk hit the one-winged angel on the Kenny. That'd be interesting. I think Punk coming back, I think he does do something with Kenny. I know a lot of people are saying um, maybe MJF. I don't think. I mean, you could do Punk MJF. That's um, that was the only reason why I wasn't uh, fully confident in having Punk come back here is mm-hmm. because part of me also wants them to have MJF and Punk in Chicago at All Out. If you're going to bring Punk back in, I would – because that was supposed to be the match. That was supposed to yeah. be – MJF was supposed to be Punk for the title originally. So I was debating that, and I was like, okay, maybe I have Punk come back to face MJF in Chicago, and then MJF beat Punk again in Chicago for the technically the third time mm-hmm. and really get that heel heat and saying, I beat you three times in Chicago. Nobody else has done that in history. But I think it's a better moment uh, to do the Punk return there because I think in my, I personally, if I'm booking, I want Punk to come back and immediately go after Omega. Yeah. I think that's I, the money. Yeah, I think he also comes for Omega. I'm not sure, like, if he returns at All Out or the Dynamite after All Out, I'm not sure. But I also think it's really interesting because at this point, you have a, a unified elite too, right, with Hangman? I have a unified elite. Um, I also, not relating to Kenny, I have the Bucks, I have the Hung Bucks losing at All Out as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that they're going to, they're going to be a little belt flip-flopping. I think it's fine because the trios need to kind of bounce for a little bit, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think we need some, need to really establish this and get some champions going. I have them lose to the Dark Order. Uh, this is a year after they beat the Dark Order for the first trios champ- championships. I have them lose to Reynolds, Silver, and Uno. Okay. Well, I, I was just going to say, I think it's interesting uh, because you do Omega Punk, but also Hangman Punk. That was the feud that started it all, this entire story. So yeah. I, th- I think there's a lot to do. If Punk and the Elite can work together, of course. Yeah. And, and I mean, if you're, yeah, there's a lot. And, and that's why I did it the way I'm, because I think if you bring them in, you add in the, re- you add an FTR. And then you add in, you have the Hangman stuff too. And then the Buck stuff. And there's so many possibilities you can do. And I think a United Elite going to war with CMFTR. And then I want a fourth guy in CMFTR, but I don't know who it would be. Just to even things out. Could it be Max? Nero? I'm going to go with Max. You, you put him in CMFTR? I'm putting Max with CMFTR. I'm doing MJF and CMFTR. Which this is actually something I had thought of a year ago. Or not a year ago, like six months ago. I thought about, do they put MJF and Punk together? I have been debating that. 
just personal like personal fantasy booking. I'm doing CMFTR with MJF. MJ CMFTR. I mean, okay. I'm doing it. I think it makes sense because you do the snake promo. They're both they're both snakes. You foolish old man, I'm a snake. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he doesn't exist. And that's what you do. I mean, I can see it. I just think back to the Jericho thing and how he did that with Jericho. And I'm just thinking about CM Punk and FTR being like, oh, you know, you can come team with us. You totally won't turn on us. You totally don't have a history of that. I think FTR never turned on MJF to leave Mm -hmm. when the pinnacle broke up. They never really turned. It was Wardlow was the only person who turned. So I think that they're still fine with each other. So I think it's I think that would make sense to bring them in uh, with punk, uh, with with MJF. Then the only question is Punk with MJF. And if we're I, and in my opinion, I have Punk come back. He's going to get pops in Chicago. That's fine. But I have Punk being a heel when he returns. And if he's going to be a heel, I think he'd be fine with Max. And they can bond over that. I I eventually do Max and MJF as a feud. I have them break up over time. Mm-hmm. I think probably like towards the end of the year they can break up. But I think sh- at least in the short term, that four-man group. Because going way further than this, my match at full gear is Hangman and MJF. I've been saying that for about uh, for three months now. I've been saying uh, Max and Hangman, I think, is the match at full gear. Something that also adds to it because... That way you can have Max and Hangman feud and then Punk and Kenny and then FTR and the Bucks. They all pair up. And that, those are all your matches at uh, Full Gear. You have Punk and Kenny, you have Hangman and uh, Max, and you have uh, FTR and the Bucks. And at that point, one of them is the, the, the champion. One of them has to be the tag champions. But that's going way further. So this is just yeah. like setting everything up. I have th- this being the setup to do that four-on-four faction-faction feud. And it sets up um, MJCMFTR. Okay, I like it. Yeah. Anything else you want to add? No, I I booked to All Out. I didn't look ahead to Full Gear. Um, but CM Punk being there, I think, is interesting. Because there's a lot of places you could take that. Yeah. And a lot of things he could do that don't include the Elite, even. So I think that's oh, really yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, like like I mentioned, doing Punk and MJF is also a one doing that in Chicago. I think is also a really good move. Just from it, like I said, it's not what we think will happen; it's what we want to happen. Mm-hmm. So, this, for what I want to happen, I'd really like to do that for a four feud. I think it would just be fun. Uh, yeah, the only yeah for me, the only dead spot I have with not really any stories is just after Forbidden Door leading up to all out i don't really i think at that point you just do good matches which Mm -hmm. is fine you can also give kenny time off uh especially because i have him working the g1 i give kenny a few weeks off yeah i give the bucks a few weeks off they can go on vacation to hawaii um hangman can go hang out with this kid and go mow some lawns or whatever he does yeah that's what i do i like it (laughs) Well, that was the first ever episode of Book It, where we booked Kenny Omega's IWGP US heavyweight title reign. We also added in some Young Buck stuff, Hangman Page, 
we both did some stuff with Kota Bushi. So mm -hmm. uh, while we focused on the straight line of Kenny, we had some branches here and there, but that's the fun of booking. You're going to have branches with storylines. Yeah. It's awesome. Booking is fun. I like fantasy booking. But Kylie, thank you so much for joining me. Where can people find you? You can follow me on Twitter at Fuller underscore Kylie. I post everything I'm doing there. You can also see me on Tag Talk Mondays at 3 p.m. live on Fightful Overbook. That's me and Haley talking all things tag team wrestling. We talk a lot about the elite. So go check that out. Um, you can also follow at Romantic Wrestle. That is Romanticized Wrestling, which is a passion project Haley and I started along with our friend Kyle. We're doing stuff on there. Um, Kyle and I have a show about Ring of Honor. We're doing a sort of three goals, three pitches for Ring of Honor episode that will air sometime soon. Um, and Haley and I are also going to start a Elite series. We're going to do Golden Lovers. We're going to do some other stuff. So it's going to be fun. So check that out. And you guys can find me on my new Twitter at Caden Lee underscore. That's K-A-D-E-N-L-E-E -E -E underscore. I do not think I will get my other Twitter back. They said 72 hours and that was a week ago. So who knows if I'm getting that back. You guys can also find me on the Around the Point Network. We have shows almost every single day. So just go check over there and see what we got going on. Do a lot of live streams. You can find me on True Heel Heat doing some of the watch-alongs over there for uh, Raw, Dynamite. Those are the only watch-alongs I usually do, sometimes pay-per-views. And their adjacent network, the True Heel Sports Channel, where I do a lot of the football watch-alongs. And I know I don't know when this is going to release, but mm -hmm. it's playoff time right now. So as long, I'm sure if you check out any Saturday or Sunday, there's going to be at least a game in Mondays. There's going to be some football game on. It's, it's playoffs. There's something going on every day in playoffs. But thank you guys so much for joining us on this first episode of Book It. For myself and Kylie, I'll see you guys next time. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.